Currencia. Living authentically. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? We're back with yet another exciting episode of Currencia, the, the podcast. podcast. It's your boy, Nassie, alongside your girl, Musa. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay, okay. So, energy at the bois. Yeah, you've got to move your life. That's the move. Direct, I'm busy yet. Give me that energy. Give me that energy. It's crazy. It's crazy up in the studio. So, we're going to talk money today. Money, money, money issues, money habits. <laughs> yeah, it's quite an interesting topic as millennials really have to get um, down into, you know, because our money habits are quite quite something. Yeah. So, financial discipline mm-hmm. and living authentically. Yeah. You know, that's our main discussion today. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so me and Musa are just going to do this, the two of us today. So yeah, she'll pretty much be my guest if I must say so. So, um, Musa, Musa, Musa. So who is Musa? Fish, wow, finally going to be on the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Musa is a twenty-something-year-old female. Okay. She is a multi-potentialite. That is like, I have my fingers in every cookie jar. I do whatever my heart desires take me to. Jack of all trades, yeah? Yeah, you know, everybody's asking like, what are you doing now? I'm doing these today. <laughs> today I felt like being a radio presenter. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow I felt like being an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, that's just that's just me. So basically, just I just want to tap into my potentials and you know live and be the best version of myself that I can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Very broad description. Mm. Very rich, if I must say so. So, since we're talking money, um, describe your monthly spending habits and how they make you feel. <laughs> wow, this, this, I don't know. <laughs> you know, when you sent me these questions last night, I was uh, just looking at them and I'm like. <laughs> okay so recently i have managed to get a hold of my spending habits let's say maybe the past two months but before yay um we were not okay we were not no 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 because the problem is one (laughs) i'm a shopaholic (laughs) Yay. It's all of us. It's all of Yay. us. <laughs> Musama can't look at something and put it down and say, you know what? It's not for me. Let me just uh-huh. maybe next month. Then I'll start thinking. I'm like, ah, but then maybe the world can open tomorrow. Yeah. You know. So my spending habits haven't been the best, and it's embarrassing because I'm actually an accountant by profession. Yeah. So yeah. I should know better. Yeah, you should know better. <laughs> Lead by example. <laughs> it's not. The, it's not the case. It's not the case. But you know, I was able to retract my footsteps mm-hmm. because you know it's those moments where you hit rock bottom and you're like, 
But why is it? I get paid every month mm. and it's a good check and everything. You know, I'm able to pay my rent, I'm able to buy food and stuff. But it's like you have to live paycheck to paycheck. Why? You know, like what am I doing wrong? It shouldn't really be like that. Yeah. So I've really been trying to clean clean it up. And I think I'm doing okay. I still have a little bit of spending. I, I see. I think I can relate to that because you know, um, despite, despite having like a shopping list and everything mm. to follow, you just get like carried away by True. some of these things yeah. that you didn't plan for. Mm-hmm. And then I think most millennials in particular actually deal with such. You know, True. True. our spending habits aren't really as we want them to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we tell ourselves, okay, guys, this month I think. I'll change something about myself, and every month is the same. We'll say, okay, next I'll start next month. You know, let me, let me, let me please myself. You know, let yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Let me reward myself. Yeah. This month. Oh, I can't I kill hate. myself. Oh. I can't kill myself. <laughs> so. Yay. Do you consider yourself? With what you've said, do you consider yourself as an impulse buyer? Yes. Big time. Ah, but... Scale of one to ten. Ah, we are at a fifteen. <laughs> I'm not even going to waste time with that word. So, describing yourself as an impulse buyer, then how do you, what have you put in place to discipline yourself? Okay. Um. So, for once, you know, because I was working right behind Manda here. Now, in order for me to get buses, I had to go through. Mm. <laughs> I know you know where this is the going. The temptation, yeah. I know you know where this is going. So you see, at eight, there's a selling mud. Yeah. Okay, but if there's a selling mud, meaning fashion mode, which is happening. Yeah, it's happening. You know, so let me just divert. So what I did, um, those few months, I, I stopped going to Monday Hill. Because you know your triggers. You're like, mm. okay, not if you it's the long way, let me just go around. Mm. Because <laughs> the devil is a liar. It's not going to happen, you know? And also, like, literally just, I don't know, I feel like praying about it as well. I'm like, you know, God, I need help because this is, this is not right. Yeah. This is not normal. And you give yourself a target. You're like, okay, let's say within this week, do not buy anything. So give yourself that time frame. And I feel like I need to go back because I've backslid a bit. Mm-hmm. There was a time when, I think like about a month or two, my husband would be like, ha, every day I bring in plastic bags. I'm like, you know, I don't stress my life. <laughs> I'm stressed, you know? <laughs> you know? And then there was a point where the plastic bags stopped, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was proud. Now they've started coming, coming back. back. yeah. <laughs> like, no. But with some people, it's actually not even plastic, it's food. Yeah. It's, guys, let's go to Rokomama. It's yeah. like, let's, let's, true, go, let's true. go get your ribs. Let's go get what? Before you know it, your bill comes. It's like, yeah, 600. 600. Yeah. And, <laughs> Uh, really? Yeah. And, and funny thing with that is that you can't even touch and say, "Oh, my my money went here." It's different from clothes because you can rock the outfit and say, "Okay, at least feel good about okay, yourself." Still, but the yeah. food—that's what hurts the most. Like that's. It has come out. <laughs> so, in your own words, describe financial discipline and how this corresponds um, to living authentically. Um, financial discipline basically is one's ability to monitor their spending you know they're spend not only their spending but their savings based on what they earn whether it's every month and every every week and how this corresponds with living authentically is that you know when your finances are in order 
you there's less stress and your life is just basically it's you know it's smooth sailing now if you're not financially disciplined there's always that pressure to you know go and start borrowing money where you're not supposed to borrow because you feel unnecessary pressure to get a b c d which really shouldn't be in line it's it's not in line you know with living authentically and when we talk about living authentically we talk about being our true selves and our true selves is our best selves and our best selves is when we're at peace so if you're financially disciplined then you know okay you know what I mean, i've paid all my bills you know i've i've saved my money you know i've taken care of my wants considerably and you know i can chill i have no debt yeah i don't know anybody money and i'm just you know at peace with myself and you know most um millennials really suffer with that like visiting mm. themselves you know because from the onset of this, ah, I can't kill myself. Like, let me, let me please myself. Oh. It's, it's very hard to really put yourself into perspective and like mm. get your money habits right. Sure. You know, and most people don't live authentic lives, money-wise. You mm. understand? Mm. It's all about the updating the drip or something, something. You True. get my point? True. So they really, really want to keep up with that particular lifestyle yeah. at the expense of their finances true priorities money habits and everything you know they would have um, pressing issues on the side but they would divert their finances to having a good night out or um you know getting some designer clothes that, that mm. costs so much mm. when there's other pending issues money wise yeah so as yeah. millennials i equally feel that like Disciplining ourselves matters really. Mm, um, it when does. Issues of money come on the scene. Yeah. yeah. So in, in going forward, <clears throat> um, how do you maintain a healthy cash flow um, every month? Um, there is something that we call the 20-30-50 rule, and is it 20-30? Yeah, 20-30-50 rule. And there's a book that um, I'll recommend. It's not just for women. It's, um, I'm just trying to look for it. Um, but for men too. And it was written by an African author. Let me just try and remember the name. It's... Um, what is it called? It's a financial... Okay, the name will come. Uh, when the name comes, I will definitely, okay. yeah, yeah, hook you up with that book. So it, it really changed my life because it was about a woman, you know, that was dealing with the same, you know, like she was living her yeah. best life. She was yeah. getting a lot of money. Yeah. Her paycheck was really good, but she went overboard, you know, like she bought an expensive car she couldn't maintain, started renting in a place, you know, where she couldn't afford, but okay, she was paying for it, but then... You know, she wasn't saving as as much as you know she 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 um she should have she been should have, saving. Yeah. And so, with the twenty thirty fifty rule, what it basically says is, you look at the amount of income you get every month, and then you divide it. Okay, so twenty percent should go to savings. Savings we're talking about whether you invest, you put it in a bank. Mm-hmm. 
you know, your savings account in a bank, or you maybe put it in here. I like there's a culture like village banking mm-hmm. or chilimba, mm-hmm. you know, where you know you're going to get that return. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so 20% of the money goes to savings, 30% goes to your essentials, say like your rentals, you know, your electricity, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then 50% goes to, you know, other things. Yeah. So what you need to um, know is, or what's really important is, you know, the saving culture. Because I feel like as millennials, we don't have that saving culture. Oh, yeah. Whenever your money comes in, you think, okay, it's weekend, outside is open, hey, Chicago, <laughs> you know, yeah. that type of a thing. But the first thing you need to think about first is saving. Remove that 20% that you're supposed to be saving. So for example, let's say you get like a 5,000 every month, mm-hmm. okay? 20% of that 5,000 is 1,000 kwacha. Put that 1,000 kwacha aside. Take it to your village ranking, take it to your chilimba, mm-hmm. or take it to, you know, savings or into your bank or something like that. I, for one, I am in a village banking and I'm in chilimba as well. Mm-hmm. So that's like double, right? Then um, 1,500 a month, that's like maybe for like rentals, that's for um, like, you know, food, upkeep yeah, and everything. And then you have like 2,500 that you can spend on anything, but try not to spend it on anything or anything. Try to keep it for a rainy day because you never know what can happen. Things just pop up from nowhere. Exactly. So that's basically when you think of your spending habits, think of that ratio, 20%, 20, 30, 50, 20 on saving, 30 on um, essentials, and then 50% on, you know, yeah on everything else. So I feel that will really keep um, millennials into perspective and into check really because mostly when people get money it's yeah. spend, spend, spend. Like that's that's sure. the first thing that comes sure. to mind. Like okay, um, there's a saying that says um, um, your appetite for certain things changes when you have money. Like, True. like you know, when you're broke you're like okay, even your tummy decides what to eat. I'm but telling like, you when money comes in, you're like, mm, okay, I think I should treat myself to this. Yes. Like, I should treat, the, you know, all these things. So, yeah. as millennials, I think um, the ratio Musa talked about is very beneficial. The 20% savings and then the rest um, being accorded um, yeah. to their respective uh, needs, basically. Mm. So, how would you describe your saving habits? Uh, being an accountant by profession and what's your perspective on these things? How would you describe your saving habits? Um, for me, I think, okay, like this year, aha, the name of the book was Smart Money Woman. Okay. Yes, Smart Money Woman. It's a book I'd recommend to every male and female. Of course, it's not about female, but even men can actually benefit from the book. And I read it at the beginning of this year, and I realized, like, last year, I really didn't have that much savings. So this year, I'm like, you know, I'm going to make sure I save. You understand? And what I did was, I looked at women at my level as well, you know, that almost get the same paycheck as I do, and I looked at where they are in life. And you find that these are people, they've got clothes, you know, they've got cards, and they are just there. <laughs> my issue is what to buy yeah. from my, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I'm like, you nah. You become a regular there. Uh, you're like, oh, really? Exactly. And this, you know, every December they are on vacation. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm taking a trip. Yeah. Me, how come I don't have the money yeah. to go to South Africa? Or even see a vonga yeah. just even for a week. Why? You know? <laughs> so I realized, okay, you know what? My saving habits were off. 
and um, that's how you know I joined now Chilimba and Village Banking. So I put a certain amount of money that I know. Okay, when it's my turn for to get my money back, um, this money I'll put aside for this. This I can put aside as a reward. Like you need to reward yourself as well. You know, like when you see okay. Um, I've managed to, you know, save this amount of money. Then, you, like, the financial goal is to save X amount in this particular period of time. Maybe you save five percent of that amount. You know what? You might just go on vacation with my girls. You know, and the rest you put it aside. Like, okay, this one is now for the plot or whatever. So that's what you need to do. You need to set your financial goals. You need to tell yourself, okay, within six months, I want to have saved. This amount of money. How am I going to save this money? I'm going to save it by cutting down A, B, C. It's not going to be easy because yeah. you know we're accustomed to this lifestyle. Like, ladies, we got enough clothes. <laughs> you may have like the same top. We have enough. Like... Oh, don't talk about that. Oh. that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's quite practical. I've, I've seen. People, okay. No, no it's offense, true. Like, it's hit close to you home. Have, you have this same top in different, in different colors. colors shoes, of, just. you know. <laughs> I have the same shoe in three different colors, not in all. But then you know, this pink one will look nice on With, this, on this one, outfit, and yeah. this blue one will look, you know. So you know, you have to get to a point where you're like, you know what? I have enough clothes and the funny thing that uh, even in smart money women you realize that um you only wear maybe two pairs out of the 20 pair of jeans that you have in your closet you know but you keep buying more jeans so you just need to tell yourself like discipline yourself like i'm gonna cut down on you know how much I spend on clothes. I'm gonna cut down on, let's say, just for the six months. Let me just go to Chicago maybe once a month. Yeah, yeah. You know, and when we go, make sure you're going with a group of friends. You're like, okay, me, the maximum I can put in for tonight is X amount mm-hmm. of quatches. Mm-hmm. If I go beyond that, then I really overstep my boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, communicate that with your friends. So you spoke, yeah, you spoke of um, financial goals. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, what what are these and what are yours? Okay, financial goals basically are um, outcomes that you want to achieve uh, financially, right? So just like any goal that you can have, like, okay, no, by the time I'm 30, I want to own a house or chani. And what you need to realize is most of the goals that we have are, apart from being spiritual, they are also financial. For you to say, okay, by the time I'm 28, I want to drive a Mercedes Benz. A Mercedes Benz means four feet this guy. Means nine. I want to have a house. You know, I want to be my own house. That house has to be built with money. So you need to have, you need to set goals for yourself. You need to set financial goals that you know you're gonna be able to smash. Like I said, give yourself a time frame. Like you can start with maybe three months. I want to say maybe at least 500 kacha every month and then maybe from six months you'll be like oh okay I actually do this I've saved this amount of money six months all right let's increase it let's put it to 1,000 1,000 1,000 and with financial goals comes financial discipline so you need 
it's not going to be easy but you need to cut down in specific things like you just have to put your tail in between your legs and be like you know what yeah, just cut it down i've just i've just shut it down i feel that's people's weakness really they, they fail to cut these things off true. or down you know? yeah and to be honest it's um um i read a post once where like you know after corona if you find that you maybe you haven't like saved enough money because literally everything is closed you're not going yeah, out yeah. and whatnot it just means you have a problem i feel yeah true very much you just everything's have a problem. like really closed up yeah so where's your money going you know that's the one yeah. <laughs> like where's really your money going so yeah so in previous episodes of the podcast we spoke of um, something like journaling and everything because mm. how do you keep track of your financial goals do you have a financial journal or um things like that mm, yeah uh but then i use Usually I use a manifestation journal. Oh, okay. So, yeah, which I'm told we're talking about it next week. So, with that like I have my goal financially is to, you know, have this amount of money and okay. Um one thing that we need to know is that your net worth is not how much money you have at the moment, but how much money you have saved, right? After all your expenses have been cleared mm-hmm. how much money do you still have to your name so how you calculate that you basically take your revenue how much money you receive every month you subtract all your debts every month every all that in Congole that you owe um all your monthly expenses and then you see how much you have left in your bank account if it's a one thousand Girl, you're worth a thousand but if it's a hundred you're worth a hundred there's nothing you can do so your goal is to increase your net worth like okay you know what i want to increase my net worth from a thousand quarter to like five thousand quarters all right how do i do that okay get this amount of revenue first thing you need to do scrap all your debts do not owe anybody anything like clear all your debts then you start working at reducing your expenses, right? And then um, from there, you find your net worth gradually starts increasing. Yeah, yeah, it starts building. Yeah. So what's the importance of having multiple sources of income? Um, because you gotta eat. And, <laughs> you know, you're gonna base it on our economy here in Zambia. You can't really survive on your regular day job you know um i'll say competition is tough you know <laughs> you want to look your best you know you want to drive the best you want to live in the best of uh, houses and whatnot so with multiple sources of income what happens is it helps you increase your revenue all right and we're not talking about you know working two jobs right it's not specific you can if you're able to but most people work your usual age to five nine to five and um you find okay weekends you are you are free what can you do on weekends you look at your talents you know you can start like a small business on the side you know you take whatever money that you can get you start a small business on the side or let's say maybe you're into radio you can look for a radio gig maybe they'll pay you a small something for me i used to i don't know if i say i used to, okay this year i haven't really done it that much like acting 
So I'm like, okay, you know what? I love doing this. It's my passion. So whenever the auditions, I manage to go there. But I'll tell them that look, I work. So if you gotta film me, it's between, Even, yeah. it's after work yeah. and on weekends. You know, it will be a bit tiring, but then it gets you that income yeah. at the end of the month. And you know, because it's something that you love, you accommodate it into you know everything. Yeah. So from your perspective, what advice would you give listeners um, regarding their earnings, spendings, and having um, saving habits? Um, make sure you only spend what you earn. Have a budget every month, okay? Mm-hmm. Look at how much you've made that month. Look at how much you owe in terms of your expenses, your rent, your bills, your ration, your transport. Write that down. And then, like I said, the first thing to do is to clear your Nkongoli. Clear all your Nkongoli. It's going to be hard at first, but nothing ever is easy. So it's going to be hard. You clear all that debt. It might seem like you'll be left with nothing, but just hold yourself together. Next month, you'll be like, okay, these are the necessities that I need to spend money on. Is there anything I need to cut down on? write a b c d this is the maximum i can spend yeah. all right yeah. and make sure remember the 20 30 50 rule 20 percent of your income should go to your savings 30 percent to your essentials and then 50 percent to everything else however that everything else doesn't mean you should go and blow it in yeah, one yeah, place yeah. you keep it in reserves you never know when you might need yeah, you know maybe there's a funeral god forbid or you know you have to be in hospital yeah yeah so remember the 20 30 50 sometimes it's a 20 20 60 you know it varies yeah basically. it varies but, i see yeah anyway that's that's quite interesting least, you know i've learned something getting information firsthand from um financial specialists if I must say so. <laughs> Who's a shopaholic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a two-way thing. But anyway, so that's pretty much it for today, guys. Thanks very much for listening. We've learned quite a lot, actually, on financial discipline, our money mm-hmm. habits, you know, how to save money, how to spend money. Yeah. And yeah, pretty much all of that jazz. So I hope you are very cautious from now on as to how to earn your money, how to save it. We learned about the 50, 30, 20 rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, try to implement some of these things into your um, money spending habits. So that's pretty much it from Nasi. And your girl, Musa. So don't forget to like and follow us on our social media handles. That's Currencia, the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And personally, you can follow me on Nasi Daniel Casmona on Facebook and Nasi underscore Cassie on Instagram. You can also follow me on Instagram on Currencia underscore 2020. So from Musa and I, it's bye. bye.